0: section forty-six of the art of cookery made plain and easy by hannah glass this librivox recording is in the public domain appendix part five from to make sauerkraut Take your fine hard white cabbage cut them very small have a tub on purpose with the head out according to the quantity you intend to make put them in the tub To every four or five cabbages, throw in a large handful of salt. When you have done as many as you intend, lay a very heavy weight on them, to press them down as flat as possible. Throw a cloth on them, and lay on the cover. Let them stand a month, then you may begin to use it. It will keep 12 months, but be sure to keep it always close covered and the weight on it. If you throw a few caraway seeds pounded fine amongst it, they give it a fine flavour The way to dress it is with a fine fat piece of beef stewed together It is a dish much made use of amongst the germans and in the north countries where the frost kills all the cabbages therefore they preserve them in this manner before the frost takes them cabbage stalks cauliflower stalks and artichoke stalks peeled and cut fine down in the same manner are very good to keep green peas beans etc and fruit fresh and good till christmas observe to gather all your things on a fine clear day in the increase or full moon take well glazed earthen or stone pots quite new that have not been laid in water wipe them clean lay in your fruit very carefully and take great care none is bruised or damaged in the least nor too ripe but just in their prime stop down the jar close and pitch it and tie a leather over do kidney beans the same bury 2 feet deep in the earth and keep them there till you have occasion for them do peas and beans the same way, only keep them in the pods, and do not let your peas be either too young, or too old. The one will run to water, and the other, the worm will eat. As to the two latter, lay a layer of fine writing sand, and a layer of pods, and so on till full, the rest as above. Flowers you may keep the same way to make pacolilla or indian pickle the same the mangoes came over in take a pound of rice ginger and lay it in water one night then scrape it and cut it in thin slices and put to it some salt and let it stand in the sun to dry take long pepper 2 ounces and do it as the ginger take a pound of garlic and cut it in thin slices and salt it and let it stand 3 days then wash it well and let it be salted again and stand 3 days more then wash it well and drain it and put it in the sun to dry take a quarter of a pound of mustard seeds bruised and half a quarter of an ounce of turmeric put these ingredients when prepared into a large stone or glass jar with a gallon of very good white wine vinegar and stir it very often for a fortnight and tie it up close in this pickle you may put white cabbage cut in quarters and put in a brine of salt and water for 3 days and then boil fresh salt and water and just put in the cabbage to scold and press out the water and put it in the sun to dry in the same manner as you do Cauliflowers, Cucumbers, Melons, Apples, French Beans, Plums, or any sort of fruit. Take care they are well dried before you put them into the pickle. You need never empty the jar, but as the things come in season, put them in, and supply it with Vinegar, as often as there is occasion. If you would have your pickle look green, leave out the turmeric, and green them as usual and put them into this pickle cold in the above you may do walnuts in a jar by themselves put the walnuts in without any preparation tied close down and kept some time to preserve cucumbers equal with any italian sweetmeat take fine young gherkins of two or three different sizes put them into a stone jar Cover them well with vine leaves, fill the jar with spring water, cover it close. Let it stand near the fire, so as to be quite warm for ten days or a fortnight Then take them out and throw them into spring water They will look quite yellow and stink, but you must not mind that Have ready your preserving pan Take them out of that water and put them into the pan Cover them well with vine leaves fill it with spring water set it over a charcoal fire cover them close and let them simmer very slow look at them often and when you see them turned quite of a fine green take off the leaves and throw them into a large sieve then into a coarse cloth four or five times doubled when they are cold put them into the jar and have ready your syrup made of double refined sugar in which boil a great deal of lemon peel and whole ginger pour it hot over them and cover them down close. do it three times pare your lemon peel very thin and cut them in long thin bits about two inches long the ginger must be well boiled in water before it is put in the syrup take long cucumbers cut them in halves scoop out the inside. do them the same way they eat very fine in minced pies or puddings or boil the syrup to a candy and dry them on sieves. the jews way of preserving salmon and all sorts of fish take either salmon cod or any large fish cut off the head wash it clean and cut it in slices as crimped cod is dry it very well in a cloth then flour it, and dip it in yolks of eggs, and fry it in a great deal of oil, till it is of a fine brown and well done. Take it out, and lay it to drain, till it is very dry and cold. Whiting's, mackerel, and flat are done whole. When they are quite dry and cold, lay them in your pan or vessel. Throw in between them a good deal of mace, cloves, and sliced nutmeg, a few bay leaves. Have your pickle ready, made of the best white wine vinegar, in which you must boil a great many cloves of garlic and shallot, black and white pepper, Jamaica and long pepper, juniper berries and salt. When the garlic begins to be tender, the pickle is enough. When it is quite cold, pour it on your fish and a little oil on the top. They will keep good a 12 and are to be eat cold with oil and vinegar they will go good to the east indies all sorts of fish fried well in oil eat very fine cold with shallot or oil and vinegar observe in the pickling of your fish to have the pickle ready first put a little pickle in then a layer of fish then pickle then a little fish and so lay them down very close to be well covered put a little saffron in the pickle frying fish in common oil is not so expensive with care for present use a little dose and if the cook is careful not to burn the oil or black it it will fry them two or three times to preserve tripe to go to the east indies get a fine belly of tripe quite fresh Take a four gallon cask, well hooped, lay in your tripe, and have your pickle ready, made thus. Take seven quarts of spring water, and put as much salt into it, as will make an egg swim. That the little end of the egg may be about an inch above the water. You must take care to have the fine clear salt, for the common salt will spoil it. Add a quart of the best white wine vinegar, two sprigs of rosemary an ounce of allspice pour it on your tripe let the cooper fasten the cask down directly when it comes to the indies it must not be opened till it is just going to be dressed for it will not keep after the cask is opened the way to dress it is lay it in water half an hour then fry it or boil it as we do here the manner of dressing Various sorts of dried fish, as stockfish, cod, salmon, whiting's, etc. The general rule for steeping of dried fish, the stockfish excepted. All the kinds except stockfish are salted or either dried in the sun, as the most common way, or in prepared kilns, or by the smoke of wood fires in chimney corners, and in either case require the being softened and freshened in proportion to their bulk their nature or dryness the very dry sort as bacalio codfish or whiting and such like should be steeped in lukewarm milk and water the steeping kept as near as possible to an equal degree of heat the larger fish should be steeped 12 the small as whiting etc about 2 hours the cod are therefore laid to steep in the evening the whitings etc in the morning before they are to be dressed after the time of steeping they are to be taken out and hung up by the tails until they are dressed the reason of hanging them up is that they soften equally as in the steeping without extracting too much of the relish which would make them insipid when thus prepared the small fish, as whiting, tusk and such like are floured and laid on the gridiron, and when a little hardened on the one side, must be turned and basted with oil upon a feather. And when basted on both sides and well hot through, taken up, always observing that as sweet oil supples and supplies the fish with a kind of artificial juices, so the fire draws out those juices and hardens them therefore be careful not to let them broil too long no time can be prescribed because of the difference of fires and various bigness of the fish a clear charcoal fire is much the best and the fish kept at a good distance to broil gradually the best way to know when they are enough is they will swell a little in the basting and you must not let them fall again the sauces are the same as usual to salt fish and garnish with oysters fried in batter but for a supper for those that like sweet oil the best sauce is oil vinegar and mustard beat up to a consistence and served up in saucers if boiled as the great fish usually are it should be in milk and water but not so properly boiled as kept just simmering over an equal fire in which way half an hour will do the largest fish and 5 minutes the smallest some people broil both sorts after simmering and some pick them to pieces and then toss them up in a pan with fried onions and apples they are either way very good and the choice depends on the weak or strong stomachs of the eaters dried salmon must be differently managed for though a large fish they do not require more steeping than a whiting, and when laid on the gridiron, should be moderately peppered. The dried herring instead of milk and water should be steeped the like time as the whiting in small beer, and to which, as to all kinds of broiled salt fish, sweet oil will always be found the best basting and no ways affect even the delicacy of those who do not love oil STOCK-FISH are very different from those before mentioned they being dried in the frost without salt are in their kind very insipid and are only eatable by the ingredients that make them so and the art of cookery they should be first beat with a hammer on an iron anvil or on a very solid smooth oaken block and when reduced almost to atoms the skin and bones taken away and the remainder of the fish steeped in milk and warm water until very soft then strained out and put into a soup dish with new milk powdered cinnamon mace and nutmeg the chief part cinnamon A paste round the edge of the dish, and put in a temperate oven to simmer for about an hour and then served up in the place of pudding Note well the italians eat the skin boiled either hot or cold and most usually with oil and vinegar preferring the skin to the body of the fish The way of curing mackerel Buy them as fresh as possible split them down the backs Open them flat, take out the guts, and wash the fish very clean from the blood. Hang them up by the tails to drain well. Do this in the cool of the evening, or in a very cool place. Strew salt at the bottom of the pan. Sprinkle the fish well with clean salt. Lay them in the pan, belly to belly, and back to back. Let them lie in the salt about 12 hours. Wash the salt clean off in the pickle hang them again up by the tails half an hour to drain Pepper the insides moderately and lay them to dry on inclining stones facing the Sun Never leaving them out when the Sun is off Nor lay them out before the Sun has dispersed the dews and the stones you lay them on be dry and warm a week's time of fine weather perfectly cures them when cured, hang them up by their tails, belly to belly, in a very dry place, but not in sea-coal smoke. It will spoil their flavor to dress cured mackerel, either fry them in boiling oil and lay them to drain, or broil them before or on a very clear fire In the last case, Baste them with oil and a feather sauce will be very little wanting as they will be very moist and mellow if good in kind otherwise you may use melted butter and crimped parsley calves' feet stewed cut a calf's foot in four pieces put it into a saucepan with half a pint of soft water and a middling potato scrape the outside skin clean off slice it thin and a middling onion peeled and sliced thin, some beaten pepper and salt, cover it close and let it stew very softly for about two hours after it boils. Be sure to let it simmer as softly as you can, eat it without any other sauce. It is an excellent dish. To make fricken dillers, take two pounds of lean veal and half a pound of kidney suet chopped small. The crumb of a tuppney French roll, soaked in hot milk, and squeeze the milk out, put it to the veal. Season it pretty high with pepper and salt and grated nutmeg. Make it into balls as big as a teacup, with the yolks of eggs over it, and fry them in butter till they are of a fine light brown. Have a quart of veal broth in a stew pan, stew them gently three quarters of an hour. Thicken it with butter rolled in flour and add the juice of half a lemon. Put it in a dish with the sauce over and garnish with notched lemon and beetroot to make a fine bitter take an ounce of the finest Jesuit powder, half a quarter of an ounce of snake root powder, half a quarter of an ounce of salt of wormwood, half a quarter of saffron, half a quarter of cochineal. Put it into a quart of the best brandy and let it stand twenty-four hours, every now and then shaking the bottle. An approved method practiced by Mrs. Dukeley, the Queen's Tirewoman, to preserve hair and make it grow thick. Take one quart of white wine, put in one handful of rosemary flowers, half a pound of honey, distill them together then add a quarter of a pint of oil of sweet almonds shake it very well together put a little of it into a cup warm it blood warm rub it well on your head and comb it dry to make carolina snowballs take half a pound of rice wash it clean divide it into six parts take six apples pare them and scoop out the core in which place put a little lemon peel shred very fine then have ready some thin cloths to tie the balls in put the rice in the cloth and lay the apple on it tie them up close put them into cold water and when the water boils they will take an hour and a quarter boiling be very careful how you turn them into the dish that you do not break the rice and they will look as white as snow and make a very pretty dish the sauce is to this quantity a quarter of a pound of fresh butter melted thick a glass of white wine a little nutmeg and beaten cinnamon made very sweet with sugar boil all up together and pour it into a basin and send to table a carolina rice pudding take half a pound of rice Wash it clean. Put it into a saucepan with a quart of milk. Keep stirring it till it is very thick. Take great care; it does not burn. Then turn it into a pan and grate some nutmeg into it, and two teaspoonfuls of beaten cinnamon, a little lemon peel, shred fine, six apples pared and chopped small. Mix all together with the yolks of three eggs and sweeten to your palate. Then, tie it up close in a cloth, put it into boiling water, and be sure to keep it boiling all the time. An hour and a quarter will boil it. Melt butter and pour over it, and throw some fine sugar all over it. A little white wine in the sauce will be a great addition to it. To distil treacle water, Lady Monmouth's way. Take 3 ounces of Hartshorn, shaved and boiled in borage water or suckery, wood-sorrel or respice water or three pints of any of these waters boiled to a jelly and put the jelly and heart both into the still and add a pint more of these waters when you put it into the still take the roots of elicampane gentian cypress tunnensil of each an ounce blessed thistle called carduus, and angelica of each an ounce sorrel roots two ounces baum sweet marjoram and burnet of each half a handful lily valley flowers borage bugloss rosemary and marigold flowers of each two ounces citron rinds carduous seeds and citron seeds alchimese berries and cochineal each of these an ounce prepare all these simples thus gather the flowers as they come in season and put them in glasses with a large mouth and put with them as much good sack as will cover them and tie up the glasses close with bladders wet in the sack with a cork and leather tied upon it close adding more flowers and sack as occasion is and when one glass is full take another till you have your quantity of flowers to distil Put cochineal into a pint bottle with half a pint of sack, and tie it up close with a bladder under the cork and another on the top, wet with sack, tied up close with brown thread and then cover it up close with leather and bury it standing upright in a bed of hot horse dung for nine or ten days Look at it and if dissolved Take it out of the dung, but do not open it until you distill. Slice all the roses, beat the seeds and the alchemies berries, and put them into another glass. Amongst all, put no more sack than needs. And when you intend to distill, take a pound of the best Venice treacle and dissolve it in six pints of the best white wine and three of red rose water. And put all the ingredients into a basin, and stir them all together, and distill them in a glass still Belnium Marie. Open not the ingredients till the same day you distill End of Section forty six